Hello and welcome to Saving Circle, where we help millennial professionals feel confident about managing their money. I'm your host, Vineet Prasad. If you're looking for strategies to help achieve your financial goals, you're in the right place. On today's episode, have you ever wondered whether you should get life insurance? And if so, when? Well, today I'll be talking with Chloe Moore, a certified financial planner about life insurance, which is one of the most important financial topics, even for us millennials. If you're a bit foggy on how life insurance works or the different types or you know, any, anything related to the topic, this episode will be gold for you. And as a reminder, content discussed during this episode is for educational purposes only. It is not intended as investment advice as it is impersonal and not specific to any listener's specific financial situation. And with that, let's get going. Chloe, thanks so much for coming on the show today. It's, it's great to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, well, uh, before we jump into life insurance, which you've been so kind as to, to come on and talk about, I just wanted to ask um, if you can tell us a little bit about what you do and the types of people you serve. Sure. Uh, I'm the founder of Financial Staples, which is a virtual fee-only financial planning firm. I'm based in Atlanta, but I can serve clients uh, all over the country. Uh, most of my clients are in Atlanta and the Bay Area. And so I work primarily with tech employees in their 30s and 40s. And a lot of my clients are, are women, people of color, and members of the LGBTQ community. So as far as the, the work I do, I, I basically help clients with, with all of their financial, their whole, their whole financial world. So uh, it could be you know, saving and investing, uh, planning for retirement, taxes, uh, equity compensation, um, insurance, just all, all the different topics. And so I, I help them answer a lot of those those questions and provide the education so they can make you know, better decisions with their money. I love it. It's a super valuable service, uh, helping people in a lot of financial ways. And, and I'm a big fan of financial staples and what you're doing. So uh, again, it uh, means a lot to me that you, you're, you're here today. Um, but before we dive into uh, sharing about uh, life insurance, uh, uh, talking about life insurance, could you tell us, just to give listeners like a better sense for who you are as a person, uh, it's more fun to learn from someone you have a better sense of, uh, what is an unusual hobby or guilty pleasure that you enjoy? I'm not sure how unusual it is, but I'm a documentary junkie. I love documentaries about any and everything. Uh, so I've seen you know, documentaries about uh, the history of hip-hop, or uh, there, there was a great one last year from ESPN about the history of college football. That was really good, in case you're interested in that one. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I watched ones on PBS that are educational, so there are different ones about food or nutrition. Uh, so just, just about any topic, I love a good documentary. I think that's why I probably say, like, I'm full of a bunch of random information. Some of it's useful, some of it's not. <laughs> and so... <laughs> And it's, it's probably because of my love for documentaries. Oh, that's awesome. It's a, it's a good, it's a cool genre. Have you seen, uh, I've been meaning to watch The Last Dance for a while, the Michael Jordan one? Oh, yeah, I saw that one. Okay, okay. Excellent. Yeah. Would you, as a documentary junkie, would you say it's good? Yes, it, it was amazing. Okay. I will definitely have to check it out then. <laughs> um, excellent. Well, uh, switching from documentaries to life insurance, uh, let's, let's jump in. 
Um, so I guess a, a good place to start, and it sounds like a very fundamental question, but what is life insurance? Yeah, basically the purpose of life insurance is to provide financial support uh, for anyone who depends on you uh, for, for income or financially and that would be affected if you were to pass away. Um, so fundamentally, that, that's what life insurance is. And then there's two basic types of life insurance. Uh, the first one is term and the second is permanent. So, uh, so with term insurance, you basically buy insurance for a specific term. It could be you know, 10, 20, 30 years. And so you pay premiums for that policy for that, that term. And then once the term ends, uh, your, your policy expires and you stop paying premiums. So it's, it's a pretty simple, simple concept of, for term insurance. And it's generally less expensive than permanent. And then with the permanent insurance, uh, the way that works is you're covered for your entire lifetime. Uh, so that you have that coverage until the day you pass away. And, and so that, you know, that's a little bit, it can get a little bit more complicated because it has not only the insurance component, but it has a, a, an investment component, which is called cash value. And so you can withdraw or borrow against that uh, during your lifetime if you need it. Uh, and, and then, you know, just because of that added component of the investments, uh, permanent policies usually cost a little bit more. Uh, so they could be anywhere from five to 15 times, you know, the premiums or the cost of the term policy. So that, that's kind of the major difference. Um, and you've probably heard of like universal life or variable life or, you know, variable index life or all, all these like, you know, flashy terms. And so th those are all permanent policies. Uh, but, you know, just generally speaking, there's the two types, the term and permanent insurance. Perfect. Appreciate you breaking that down. I know it's, uh, uh, it can be confusing when there's so many types of life insurance, but it's nice to know that there's just those two Ma ma major buckets. Um, so uh, next question is, what types of people should be considering life insurance and what are some signs that it could be you know, right, a good time for you to, to uh, purchase it? Yeah, so I, I always say just ask yourself, you know, the, the most basic question is, does anyone depend on me financially? You know, if you have children or, you know, you, you might even have like an adult you know, parent that you're taking care of, but does anyone depend on you financially? And then would anyone be impacted financially if you were to pass away? So at, at the basic level, those are two questions that, you know, that I would say to ask. And if the answer is yes to either of those, then you definitely need some form of life insurance. Um, the second thing is, you know, there are a lot of people who might be single and they don't have any kids. And so, you know, generally speaking, no one's depending on you for, for income or no one would be affected financially if you were to pass away. Uh, but in some cases, you might you know, want to consider insurance if you're single with no kids. Um, and, and I'd say the biggest reason there is, you know, if while you're young and healthy, just, you know, if you anticipate a need for insurance down the road, if you know you're going to get married or know you're going to have kids down the road, uh, go ahead and get it while you're young and healthy because, you know, it costs a lot less. And then also, you know, you, you kind of prevent the, the possibility of you, you know, getting, getting sick down the road or having some, some, something occur, an illness or a health event uh, that could prevent you from getting insurance later on or, you know, have it be more expensive later on. That's, that's a great point and a great tip there. I, I think that's a really important piece of nugget of information. What you're saying, it sounds like is if you get more sick, you know, in the future, uh, life insurance will cost more. Um, is that correct? And, and so there's some kind of 
process you need to go through uh, um, to, to, well, I actually, we're going to get to that in the next question. I'm jumping ahead, but, but, uh, but that, that's, that's a really good piece of information there uh, that it can be beneficial to get it when you're, when you're younger, uh, as a lot of our, our listeners are. Um, so now I wanted to ask you, uh, like, how do you go about getting life insurance? And then what's that kind of step-by-step process look like? Yeah, I'd say before you even decide, um, you know, to go purchase it and you call an agent or, or try to you know, go down that path, I would say, first of all, figure out, you know, do you actually need life insurance and, you know, what's the purpose of that life insurance? Uh, and then from there, you know, determine how much you, you need to cover. So, um, you know, a lot of times that could be, you know, if, if someone is depending on you financially, you know, what, what income needs to be replaced or, you know, do you have debt that you need to pay off? Like if you're you know, married and you have a mortgage, do, do you want to pay off the mortgage um, if something were to happen to you so your spouse doesn't have to worry about it? Or if you have kids, do you want to take care of their college uh, education? Or, you know, just things like that. Um, so, so just really kind of do some calculations to figure out how much you need. Um, and there's a lot of great, you know, online resources and calculators there uh, if you're not working with an advisor. Uh, and then from there, you know, you have to kind of figure out what, what coverage do you have, you know, already that exists. So if you work at a company, they probably provide some level of like group coverage uh, for you. You might have already purchased some insurance in the past. Um, so add that up and you know, figure out based on what you need and what you already have, um, that's, that's the gap that you need to fill uh, for insurance. And then from there, it's just a matter of, you know, finding a good agent and, and starting down that application process. Um, and depending on how much insurance you purchase, you might have to do, you know, some medical exams and um, answer, take, answer some, you know, medical questions just to figure out, you know, what, what your particular rate's gonna be uh, for that insurance policy. Excellent. Um, that was a great rundown. So one thing I want to kind of double click into, you'd mentioned find, find a good agent. Um, do you have any just tips or best practices for, you know, when thinking about kind of where you want to try to, to find insurance or just things for people to consider? Yeah, I, I'd say that's, that's kind of where it, you know, it pays to work with a, a fee-only financial advisor because they can help you, you know, calculate all of those things, you know, figure out how much insurance do you need, you know, what type of insurance do you need, and then connect you with an agent to help you, you know, purchase the right policy. A lot of times if you go directly to agents, um, they, they might, you know, end up selling you something. A lot of, you know, you, you, you probably haven't heard this, but there's a term out there that says, you know, insurance is sold, it's not bought. <laughs> and so, um, so, yeah, it's like if, if, you're, if you're just out there trying to find insurance and, and just go work directly with an agent, you know, you might not get what you need or what's appropriate for you. Uh, and so, so yeah, it's good to have someone who's, um, who has objective, you know, gives objective advice that can help you. So. Perfect, yeah, it's, it sounds like there's some good, good deals, places you can get a good deal on insurance like many things, and there's probably some places where you can get a really bad deal where you know, <laughs> someone's earning a lot of commission from the insurance product they sold to you, but it might not be the best for you. So good. I'm, I'm a big fan of having an ally, a knowledgeable ally in your corner who you can you know, talk to about that stuff, someone like Chloe. Um, but yeah, no, that's great to know that at the very least, you should be doing your research on, you know, um, you know the, the, the options. So um, <clears throat> the next question I want to ask, what are some common misconceptions or mistakes that people make around getting life insurance? 
Yeah, there's a few. Uh, the first one, I, I would say, is just not getting enough. Uh, you know, like I said, there's there's different ways that you can calculate how much insurance you need, but it really, a lot of people just kind of underestimate you know, what, what they need. And so if you have, you know, let's, let's say an example where you have, you know, a couple and they have children, um, you know, the first thing would be if you are in a dual income household and, and you were to pass away, how much money would your spouse need to, to, to continue taking care of the household, taking care of the kids um, if your income goes away? And then, you know, like I said before, if you have a mortgage or if you have other debt, whether it's, you know, private student loans or, um, you know, car loans or other debts that you have, do you want to make sure those things are wiped out so that your spouse has a clean slate and, you know, taking care of college? Um, and, and the big one is, is retirement savings. If you have a dual income household and you're both saving for retirement and one of those incomes goes away, then... You know, you, you really need to have the, the resources set aside so that your spouse can continue taking care of the household and continuing saving, saving for retirement for themselves. Uh, so all those numbers can add up to, you know, in some cases, a million dollars or more uh, when you really you know, think about it. So a lot of people kind of underestimate how much they need. I'd say that that's the biggest one. Hmm. Okay, good to know. Yeah, there's all, the, all those contingencies that you mentioned. I don't think they easily come to mind. So I think it's important to, you know, think through it deeply or, or think through it with someone. That's, that's a great point. Um, cool. Well, this has been a super helpful walkthrough on life insurance and hopefully listeners learned uh, about it. I do want to zoom out a little bit because you are a wealth of great, you know, advice, even outside of life insurance. So uh, I'm curious if you could give one piece of advice on any financial topic to our listeners, many of whom are millennial professionals, what would it be? Yeah, so I hope I can give two. <laughs> but uh, the first one, the first one is just start saving and investing as early as possible. Uh, if you're working in tech, you probably have a higher than average salary. And, and so that's, that's a great opportunity to, to use that high income to build wealth. Um, instead of, you know, spending that money and and living paycheck to paycheck or, or just kind of you know, living, living it up and, and spending more and more as your income increases, use that opportunity to, to really save and invest as early as you can and take advantage of that compound interest because you have time on your side. And the second piece of advice would be if you have any kind of equity compensation, which you know, would be RSUs or uh, stock options or if you have an opportunity for, to participate in an employer stock purchase plan, really, you know, I, I, I beg you, please, like, try to get some kind of professional advice, uh, whether it's with a, a qualified accountant or a financial planner or ideally both, um, because there's, there's so many rules involved. There's, there's tax consequences. There's decisions that you have to make, and it's, it's hard to make those decisions on your own if you don't have you know, professional advice. I love it. Great, great uh, advice uh, for folks. Um, and uh, so the last thing I'd love to ask is how can listeners follow and connect with you? Yeah, if, um, if you want to follow me on social media, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, just under Chloe Moore. And um, I'm on Twitter and Facebook at Finn Staples. And I'm on Instagram at Financial Staples. And then if you wanted to you know, schedule a consultation or learn a little bit more about how I work with clients, you can visit my website, which is financialstaples.com. Awesome. Uh, I think uh, definitely recommend following Chloe and, and reaching out to her if you if you uh, think working with her could be a good fit for you. Um, 
And uh, so thanks again, Chloe, for your excellent insights and tips on, on life insurance. And uh, it was great having you on the show. Yes, thanks for having me. Excellent. And uh, thank you to the listeners as well for checking out today's episode. Uh, for more personal finance tips, you can also always check out my website, savingsacademy.com. And if you found today's episode useful, I would greatly appreciate you leaving me a rating or review so more people can learn about the show. And that's everything for today. Until next time, keep saving, my friends. <laughs>